hello to everybody who's listening to the Muses Behind the Music podcast. I'm one of your hosts, the illustrious Michelle Fowlin, along with your other co-host, Anise Murillo. We're so happy to be here with you all today. We missed you last week. Just a reminder, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many other streaming platforms, along with our live premieres on Facebook and YouTube Live. Thank you. That's hot. Housekeeping is really important. But you know what? Listen, I think that this particular podcast is about to be one of my favorites podcast because we are going to be talking about vocal health and wellness. I love this so very much because I get questions all the time. I know you do too. People be asking you questions all the time about what do I do with my voice? You know, Somebody actually texted me the other day and asked me if they had nodes. <laughs> I was like, I am not a medical professional. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, I, I, I can't diagnose it for you. I get those questions all the time, too. I mean, I can share some symptoms and ask you about that and see, you mm-hmm. know, what, what you might come up with. But here's the suggestion. Go see an ENT. Right. That's you know? exactly what I said. <laughs> from everyone, from everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked for. I find that verse to be heavy because I think people only, you know, like talk about the very beginning of it to who much is given, much is required. Mm-hmm. But that second part of it about the one who has been entrusted, like that's mm-hmm. that's a whole other level when the creator has given something to you that you are now entrusted to grow this thing, to make it um, become the message across the world. It, it, it literally becomes the ministry. So uh, this is random, it's going to seem like, but I need to know this question. Would you rather, and it's going to sound crazy and stupid, but I'm asking you, Anise, would you rather... <laughs> And all of our muses, y'all can be thinking about this too. Would you rather be a famous singer or famous athlete? Ooh, that was, that's not a stupid question. Well, there's no such thing. Correct. Right. right. <laughs> At, but off the cuff, no. though. Which one? I mean, I'm both. Uh, I'm both. Uh, oh, she's real cute. She's real cute. She got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing with you. <laughs> That was good. Honestly, I'm both. I mean, it's funny because last year I actually did a project um, in my grad program that I took the task of proving why singers were athletes. Um, Mm. But I mean, I I mean, I guess to answer the question plainly, I would want to be a famous singer. I'm not very athletic in the traditional way Mm -hmm. that people would think of an athlete. But I mean, Singing and being a singer is very, very similar, if not identical to being an athlete. So Absolutely. I'd say I'm both. Yeah. What and about so, you? Uh, definitely for me being um, a famous singer, but I, 
I hold myself mentally in, in this space of I am still an athlete. So mm -hmm. I have to have the same level of discipline that athletes do. I got to work out. I got to keep mm -hmm. my, my body and my mind in shape just as much as yep. athletes do. Um, who, who is the, who's the quarterback that um, was with the Cowboys? Come on. Brady? Dak Prescott? No, Brady, Brady, Brady. Oh my and goodness, he, you did not, got, that is not the Cowboys. Well, who is he? What was he? Tom Brady, Tom the Buccaneers. Brady. Oh, he's new to the Buccaneers, but where, he was- But he was on the Patriots before. Whatever, all right. Y'all, <laughs> wow. Okay. You know what's so, it's, it's so crazy, whatever. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> anywho. <laughs> Tom Brady with the Buccaneers, <laughs> the pitcher. <laughs> Hey, Tom Brady, if you're listening, no offense, bro. I appreciate you. All right. <laughs> but okay, so here's the thing. I remember after this Super Bowl, they were asking him about his regime, mm. what he did to prepare. And I thought to myself, all of the stuff that he was mentioning, he was talking about how much water he drinks per day. He was talking about the amount of rest that he gets versus sleep. And we're going to hit on that in, in a minute. He was talking about the vitamins he takes, the kinds of foods that he ingests. All of these things, like singers ought to be doing this on a regular basis. This ought to be your lifestyle and not just mm -hmm. something that you want to gravitate to as a quick fix. Oh, I got a performance because, you know, I get a lot of people who do that too. I got a performance. What can I do so that my, um, my voice is stronger? Well, you know, there are some things that you yeah. can do in a short term, but I, you know, you just got to get to a, a place that you're really serious about the thing, mm -hmm. you know, and that you're, you're treating yourself like you're an athlete. You yeah. Know? And that you're not waiting until, oh, I have a performance. You're always living in the, I have a performance mindset, taking Period. care, taking care of yourself. Like the performance is always there period. I love that. I was talking to um, children of the gospel and I had posed the same question to them, just trying to like, you know, pick their brain with it. With it. And um, I see that I got some work to do in, um, you know, allowing them to digest the idea more that they are athletes because so many of them mm -hmm. was like, I don't want to have to go out and work out. <laughs> And in my mind, I'm saying, and to them, I said, you should already be doing that. Like, I'm blown that mm -hmm. you even got the nerve to say to me, you don't want to do something that you should be doing anyway, because it's going to help your body. It's going to help your body. It's going to help your voice. It's going to help those lungs. It's going to help all those muscles. It's going to strengthen you. Have you ever experienced any vocal challenges? that you'd be willing to share, open to share with the muses? Yeah, mm -hmm, definitely. Um, I've never had nodes. I mean, as far as I know, medically, they classify any type of swelling as a form of a nodule, but I've never had the, the nodule that was like very prominent and needed to be removed or anything mm -hmm. like that. But I, I have experienced some swelling just from, you know, overuse. Uh, that's what my ENT said at least. And um, I 
did what he said. I took a, took a break, uh, changed the way that I was practicing, took some of his advice um, as it pertained to what I was eating, the things that I was putting in my body, how I was hydrating myself. I mean, at this time, I was a, a person who was completely against drinking water. I, mm-hmm. I think you probably remember that. I, I never wanted to drink water. Right. I drank water when I had to sing. And then other than that, it was just not... So I was a juice person all the way. And now I just, I hardly ever drink juice. All I drink is mm-hmm. water. And um, a year unless, later when I went back to. Unless you come over to my house and there's juice. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless I go to her house. There's juice. I, I don't even purchase juice anymore, but right. there's juice at her house. So, you know, I have to take a, a few sips. But, <laughs> right, um, right, 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 right. Yeah. When I went back to the ENT a year later, I mean, he was, he said that the swelling was improved dramatically like the Mm -hmm. swelling was almost completely gone it was still a little bit um which he said was normal because I'm using my voice in such a demanding way every day I mean the vocal cords weren't necessarily made for singing so um that was something that he explained to me and it brought me some comfort and and that and it was history since then I I'm never anywhere without water now I always have water um Mm -hmm. and I think that that helped Um, but yeah, I think that there are a lot of, um, I guess, misconceptions about nodules or vocal problems. People get, they panic and they get so worried and they think that I can never get better. Oh my God, my voice is ruined. Uh, everything is just going to hell for lack of a better way to say it. Right. Right. Um, And it's not like that. I mean, you can, there's literally life changes that you can make there's little things that you can change in your daily routine that will help dramatically and I was a great example of that and Mm -hmm. I I I would hope I hope me sharing that will help somebody who might be dealing dealing with some issues and just changing changing some things about your lifestyle seeing an ENT that's number one they'll tell you exactly what to do and as long as you do it you'll be good absolutely yeah I mean you have to you have to be okay with, I think a lot of people just fear the whole going to the doctor and if they've never been mm-hmm. to an ENT, well, what do I expect? And yada, yada. And it's not bad at all. And then this gives you an opportunity to see the instrument that you are using. I mean, I'm always um, a little bit shocked at uh, singers who never, who never know what their instrument looks like, or they've never mm. seen like anything live of somebody else's just to have the relationship of its sensitivity, its strength, it's, um, Mm -hmm. you know, just how much it's being stretched, just how small it is, the wear and tear, how easy it is to like wear it out. Um, especially Mm -hmm. since we we use this thing to talk all the time, some people all day long. So, uh, you know, I think if we're just more aware of that, then we'll be better aware of how we're going to take care of uh, this instrument. You know, um, some years ago, I had um, gone through laryngeal disease. That's better known as reflux, mm-hmm. y'all, right? <laughs> and um, uh, that was a, a, it was a very, very rough period for me, especially as a singer. Um, because mm-hmm. this is how I make my coins too. 
This is when I'm instructing people, whether I have private voice students, I'm in front of a choir, I'm doing it for myself. I mean, all of that, I need the voice. And I literally ended up with six notes that I was able to sing. I remember working with you for something. You were getting ready to do something. And I remember saying to you, I just can't sing it. I can't sing mm -hmm. this to you. I just need you to be able to hear the words that I'm saying. And, you know, you're such an amazingly intelligent musician that, you know, naturally it happened for you to understand what I was getting yeah. across. Um, but I ended up going to an ENT and looking at my chords, which were extremely red, extremely mm -hmm. swollen. Um, there were no nodules present on the cord, but there was, there was some great irritation. And I could see that when I was attempting to sing, I think the only thing that I had left, the highest note that I had was an A4. That's it. And oh, wow. my chords were not phonating at all. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I had to go through two years, literally two years of rehabilitation of being conscious of changing diet, exercising, even more water. I never had problems drinking water, but even more on top of what I was doing. Um, stop eating so much of, you know, the chocolate and the mints. You know, everything that was on that list for reflux, I was tearing up. Was and your I, daily, <laughs> those were your daily vices. <laughs> They were my daily vitamins. Let's not call them vices, vitamins, <laughs> like okay, chocolate, <laughs> chocolate and soda. You chew, you used and to chew gum every day. All the time, you know, let alone these teeth of mine that were suffering. <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> the, the reflux, my throat was greatly suffering. And, um, you know, and then I did some other things to rehabilitate. I was singing one note every day, one or two notes every day to just strengthen my voice. I went to a voice doctor, um, Paula Potts, if you're listening, you were phenomenal. I so appreciate you. And to all the muses, if you're in the DMV and you need a breath doctor, Paula, Dr. Paula Potts is the woman to go to where we did every other week for six months, one hour sessions, nothing but breathing, nothing but breathing. And so it's amazing what you learn about the breath that, you know, we mm -hmm. take for granted all the time as singers, as people, um, uh, you know, just in our daily practices, acknowledging the fact that we have this amazing tool called breath that gives us life. It calms us. It releases um, toxicity out of our body. Just so many awesome things that happen. So all that to say, I'm back to normal and I'm still doing things though. My diet has changed. My lifestyle diet has changed. I still love to partake in some of the things that I was eating before, just not to the extreme that I was doing it. Right. Um, you know, and you've done the very same thing too. You've gone into the vegan lifestyle, you know, nobody has to yeah. go, you know, to the extremities, but that 
and, and I don't want to consider, you know, saying being a vegan is an extreme, but for some people it is because it's a mental mm-hmm. commitment. Do you find that to be true? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. Oh, when you're yeah. transitioning from like, I mean, come on, like my whole life, just right. eating whatever, to right. going on this strict, no animal product diet, like that is a big transition for anyone. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. So uh, it is. And, and that's one of the reasons that I'm over here still thinking about it. The little changes make big differences in your life. Mm-hmm. As far as the things that you have done for yourself regarding health, what has been its strength? What has shown up as being its strength in your voice? And what is, what is something that you still can work on that you struggle with that creates a great weakness for your voice? Um, oh, okay. That, okay, I get it now. <laughs> my strength, I would say, um, has been my discipline as it relates to what I'm eating, obviously, because I'm mm-hmm. eating and because, and, uh, drinking more water. I've been very good about that. I'm so proud of myself because I'm telling you, I'm coming from a place where water was never, I mean, (laughs) I maybe drank water once a week. It was terrible. And now that's all I drink. Um, And my weakness would be my mindfulness when it comes to practicing, I'd say. I have a tendency to over-practice and I have a tendency to think that well, I know that this is not true, so I shouldn't say that I think this, but I have a tendency to just keep singing and singing and singing and singing and calling it practice when there's so many other ways that I can practice without putting so much stress on my mm-hmm. instrument. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm still working on finding that balance. And and then and it just comes with sometimes that, you know, when, when you're practicing and you're working on something and you're going at it and going at it, you look up and, and you've been going at it for two hours and, and that's not the best thing for your voice every day. Mm-hmm. It's not something that should be happening. And that's something that I find myself doing often will contribute to the success of me performing whatever I'm performing without singing something to death. Yep, absolutely. So that, that would be that would definitely be a weakness that I'm, I'm having. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's real. I hope y'all got something you can write down. If not, guess what? This is a podcast so y'all can always press rewind and go <laughs> back and, um, you know, just uh, take on some notes. Just because we are singers, this doesn't mean anything that we're talking about here. This applies to everybody. Everybody especially those who are athletes, those who are newscasters, you're a lawyer, you're using your voice all the time. I'm talking, Mm -hmm. we're talking to you. Um, So the very first thing, taking care of your instrument, learning how to breathe. Mm. I could, I mean, can you say any more about this? What is, what have you discovered about breath? Because by, by now, you know, you've been singing for a minute, but you've been studying since you, you know, got to college. So breath is, I'm assuming a different concept for you Mm -hmm. 
what have what 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 is the like one thing you could say that you've learned about breath? It's very funny, and I and I know you're gonna have so much to say about this because I used to give you such a hard time about this, <laughs> but speaking on the breath, actually taking a breath before you speak. Oh my goodness. It makes a world of difference, especially, and, and I'm guilty. I'm, I'm one of those sometimes who will be very cognizant of this when I have a performance coming up and you'll hear me take the biggest <laughs> breath that I can before I have any conversation, because I'm trying to make sure that I'm keeping the stress off of my cords before whatever I have to sing for. Right. But we will go through a whole a whole speech without hardly breathing because we're we're not singing we're like oh we're just talking we can just breathe in between wherever it falls and it 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 really really does put a good amount of strain on your voice that I really didn't realize before Mm -hmm. and it's funny because Madrina, you've told me this. (laughs) You told me this when I was in high school and I just laughed at her every time she did it because she would make this funny accent whenever she did it. And it was just so weird to me. (laughs) But you know what? At that time, I was going to um, my speech uh, therapist, right? So yeah, this this was a part of you know, the rehabilitation of my voice. Mm -hmm. And so I had learned so much about what I wasn't doing. I wasn't speaking properly. And and the speaking was interfering with my singing. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I would always like to talk at this level right here. Right. (laughs) And then I'm expecting to be singing B flats and Bs and Cs. and, And I couldn't even utter an A4. (laughs) that's kind of funny if y'all know the a4 you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so far away from it because I wasn't allowing myself to speak on the breath and so I relearned Mm -hmm. how to speak properly and you know we hear Leontine Price and Jesse and all of them (laughs) speak from this place but when you actually do that and you're very cognizant about breath going through the soft palate and the way you would sing it's super amazing at when you actually sing how much lighter and easier and freer the voice is, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I noticed myself too. I, I speak a lot in my throat mm-hmm. and when I'm talking for a really long time, I'll, I'll feel my throat feel kind of funny and I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> I, I wasn't breathing. I'm all up in my throat. Then I, then I go into the, the speaking all on the breath and my roommates and all my friends in school used to look at me like why are you talking like that and I'm like look man I'm trying to get it together (laughs) (laughs) that's so real that's 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 so real so if you are again anyone who is using your voice all the time just try that a little bit you know taking the time Mm -hmm. to really breathe deeply before you even say a word, before each sentence mm-hmm. that you utter, you know, and watch how much easier and freer your voice will feel, your throat will feel by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Another great tip that really helps with just keeping um, a healthy voice is getting rest, not sleep, rest. Although Very sleep, different. Sleep right? is good, but... 
Yeah, okay. sleep is great. Sleep is mm-hmm. great. I mean, when I get sleep, I am just very happy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> right, rest rest is very different from sleep. I mean, I mean, we all sleep. Hopefully, I, I shouldn't say we all because I know a lot of people who don't sleep. But um, it's 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 different than when you're sleeping and you're like, okay, let me sleep so that I can get up the next day and keep on moving than when you're actually resting and not doing anything. Mm. Um, I find often I sleep, but when I'm sleeping, my mind is always going and going and going and going. That's not rest. Mm -hmm. That really isn't rest. That's you just going through the motion of they say you're supposed to sleep. So I'm going to sleep. No, that you need to actually rest, actively rest, have some time where you're not doing anything. I mean, you're in deep REM, just gone, knocked out. That's the kind of rest I'm talking about. Um, And it just makes so much of a difference. I mean, when you get up and you get moving again, it's a rejuvenation that you will be able to tell if you were sleeping or if you were resting, Mm -hmm. there'll be no question about whether you're doing one or the other. I'm so bad at that. I'm, I'm, I'm bad at it. Um, just, you know, practicing that throughout the course of the day, finding moments. And that, that was a part of it too. That was a part of the speech therapy and going to, um, the breath doctor, learning how to like sit down for 10 minutes and think mm-hmm. and do nothing, like just breathe. And that yep. is hard, uh, you know? And so that's why my sleep is all jacked up. Cause I too, <laughs> my brain is like, I mean, I'm waking up in the middle of the night and I'm finding myself like, especially when we were in the world and we were performing a lot, Music Mm -hmm. was constantly in my head. I would wake up with songs just still just, you know, playing so loudly, you know, and and Mm. it's such a distraction. I've got journals next to my bed and I find myself now because God has a way of doing this to me like two, three in the morning and I can't fall asleep and I'll be up until five. And so I'm like, all right, God, obviously you want me to talk to you. All right let's go. What am I supposed to do? And just kind of like pouring out some things that maybe are on my mind. It's just, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Y'all do better than me. Musies do better than me (laughs) when it comes to resting. So important. Anyway, some of the other things that you can do. Tea, decaffeinated tea. Stay away from the caffeine. Caffeine dries the vocal cords out. So green tea, jasmine tea, um, you know, matcha tea, uh, Japanese matcha tea, uh, you know, other herbal caffeine-free teas. Um, if mm-hmm. you like, if you're like me, I like the bubbliness of soda. Um, and although I was drinking a lot of ginger ale, which doesn't have caffeine in it, but it does have a lot of sugar. So do the sparkling water. No sugar, no calories. You're getting that same fizz that you're looking for, um, but you know, without all of the extra stuff that really starts to affect the voice. If you're going to do juice, do 100% juice, but watch the level of juice that you take um, because still juice has a lot of sugar in it. Even yep. natural juices that are out there, a lot of sugar. 
and water. I mean, we can't emphasize enough water, 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 water. So, um, you know, just douse yourself, douse yourself. When um, I, I started this competition um, with coworkers of drinking 100 um, ounces of water a day. And so I find myself doing a whole lot more than that um, because now it's just, it just what, it's what it is. And, you know, at first, if you know me, I'm competitive in nature. So it was, <laughs> it was, it was all about that. But now it's, you know, I feel a, a loss if I don't have that much water or more. Mm-hmm. There we go. Another great tip is warming up and cooling down. The cool down is the one that's always for me because I'm I always warm up. Mm-hmm. Now I do at least. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> right, <laughs> that was another thing. See, I, I I'm exposing myself, y'all y'all. What the same around the same time that I wasn't drinking water, I never wanted to warm up. I never. I just wanted to go like just give me the music. Let me get this music together. I don't want to warm up. I'll warm up as I go. I just right. did not want to do that. And I'm, it's I'm going to be truthful though. It's a lot of the younger voices that that tend to do that. Um, you know, yes, you've got the younger voices who are serious about getting into that. But y'all really, you are are fortunate. It's the same thing that we tell. Um, y'all about, you know, weight. We're like, y'all can eat whatever you want and be cute and wear whatever mm-hmm. you want to. <laughs> if you don't start getting yourself together from now, it will catch up when you hit 40, something goes ching, ching. And it just like, it balloons on you. So an older voice, we ain't thinking that we can just pop up and go sing. <laughs> like that, no, if if I've got something at eight o'clock in the morning, I'm up at 5.30 and I'm like just breathing <laughs> and I'm trying to get my voice up because it's an ungodly hour. It's just not, <laughs> it's not right. It's not right. But um, yeah, so you were saying, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was just like, no, know, no, no worries at all. Yeah, I just did not. I did not like warming up. That was just not a thing that I did, but um, it actually took me starting to warm up and like doing it for me to realize, oh my God, this helps a lot. Like I'm not (laughs) as tired (laughs) when I'm finished. I don't feel like I sang an hour. I actually feel like I I went into the ring prepared. It's like jumping in the water with no like floaties on and you can't swim. <laughs> That's basically what singing without warming up. That's is. right. <laughs> Suddenly we are um, drowning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what I, I, I didn't do, I, I mean, I, I'm telling you, I didn't warm up. So, you know, I didn't cool down. Um, I just started cooling down recently and um, that has been such a great addition to my regime. Mm-hmm. Um, cooling down after singing, it's it's it's, ba- it's literally like a workout, cooling down after a workout. Um, it's, it takes a lot, it makes me feel less tired, uh, believe it or not, um, yeah. when I'm singing. I'm not 100% sure. I mean, I feel like you can explain um, a lot better what exactly it would do, but just from me speaking, my person from personal experience of using cool cool down little cool down exercises like like lip trills or humming or little things yeah. like that. It just I feel like okay, I can go about the rest of my day and it doesn't feel like I just practice for hours and hours and hours. I just feel like 
I'm good. I'm yeah. fine. Um, and I could go and sing something else after that if I really wanted to. And I, I wasn't really feeling that way before um, without the cool down. Right. So listen, Musies, this is, um, this is how you apply it into your daily life. If you're not a singer, the warm up should be whatever it is you do before you begin your day. Maybe it's moments of meditation. Maybe it's prayer. Um, maybe it's journaling. Maybe you're just taking the time to breathe before you even jump your feet on the floor and get your day go going. And the same thing happens with a cool down. How do you decompress? Because we've gone through a lot in the course of an eight to 12 hour day for some people. So are you taking the time to, I like to say, you know, that I'm dumbing down, right? That decompression. Mm -hmm. I might flick on something like Maury. I might watch a show that is just, <laughs> just, just completely stupid that, you know, just helps me to just woosah, um, you know, and then take a mm -hmm. shower uh, or then just uh, sit down on my bed and play my Wheel of Fortune game on my phone, um, you know, anything. And then it's prayer and it, then it's sleep. You know what I mean? What are you doing? The more we set up regimes for ourselves, the more we will begin to find ourselves in a more balanced lifestyle, you know, because we know mm. we get ourselves into a routine that sometimes is go, 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 go. And that's how we neglect. Yep. And, and really we need to be mindful of self-care, self-care. Mm -hmm. And that starts with the warm up and start ends with the cool down. Starts with the warm up and ends with the cool down. So I love that you um, shared that. Very important. Um, I was saying earlier about exercising and I know it's a struggle for a lot of people, um, but the more you do it, start small, start small, do something mm -hmm. for 15 minutes a day and commit to doing that the same way that we have to say we have to eat. You got to take yep. care of the, the, the sanctuary the, that houses mm -hmm. the gift, you know, 15 minutes, walk, run, yep. bicycle, go on Peloton or, you know, do Zumba or do some, one of these class. There's just a, a plethora of classes that you can look at online on YouTube, mm -hmm. do something that activates your heart rate, your body that opens up your lungs, gives you even more room to breathe. And um, once you set those consistencies, the outcome of it, Ooh, it's a beautiful thing. It, it really is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And going hand in hand with, you know, walking, running and exercising is changing your diet. I feel like people hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't have to be a, a dramatic change. It really doesn't have to be like, for example, you don't have to go vegan or vegetarian or, or make a, a huge life change like that. You can literally just eat healthier I mean cut, try to cut out like you were saying things like chocolate and things mm -hmm. that are high in acid and um things like that just being more mindful of what you're putting in your body um because there 
are a lot, there are a lot of things that could be detrimental to our vocal health that we wouldn't like think that it would be bad. Like mm-hmm. gum, you know, right. like chewing gum. It's like just chewing some gum. What, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's menthol in it sometimes and there's other things. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just little things like that, that you could give away. I'm sure a lot of people out here can just say, I'm not going to chew gum anymore. I mean, I know there's some people who are like, they like to chew, but right. you know, I mean, little things, it can be really small things that we don't even realize that it's like, oh, I, I don't need this. I really don't need this. I, right. I can cut that out easily. And just cutting out that little thing that doesn't really matter to you could make all of the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, um, I was doing a detox cleanse and um, so it was this wonderful, wonderful recipes on on it for smoothies and soups. And after I did this, and it was three days, that's all, three days, it allowed me to feel even more like I did not want to um, put certain things back into my body because my body was feeling Mm -hmm. better when I was in that space, you know? So yeah, I'm I'm concurring with you. Take it easy, uh, good people. And, you know, it's not about uh, deprivation. Don't deprive yourself, but it's about yeah. Balance. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, balance, 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 balance. You know, you go to Cheesecake Factory. God knows they feed you like you you're gonna eat three meals all at once. You know, <laughs> divide the portion, divide the portion, and be selective about how you do it. Get more fruits and vegetables into your your diet. You know, if you plan on having. Um, you know, broccoli, load the broccoli up a little bit more than you would anything else on the plate, you know, just to, mm-hmm. just to, just to be mindful. That's the mindful thinking. It really does start in the head first before it's anything yep. else. It's the commitment mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you said how after your detox, you went to, uh, you didn't want to put certain things in your body yeah. anymore. And that's kind of, that's exactly how I ended up going vegan. I don't know if you remember, but me going vegan was never the plan. I was right. never trying to be completely plant-based. It was just something that I was trying every other day. I was telling myself, okay, I'm going to have plant-based days in the week. Yeah. And I immediately on that first or second week felt the difference on my plant-based days and my non-plant-based days. Yeah. And of course, on my non-plant-based days, I went straight to getting a burger. I went straight to getting the heaviest things that I could because I knew that the next day I'd have to be Mm plant-based. And I felt the extreme difference to where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go plant-based and never looked back after that. So um, when you try, once you try something, I mean, it's not for everybody, of course, but just try different things and find what works for you. And once you find what works for you, you create a regime, you make sure that you are disciplined and you stick to it daily and you're golden from there. Golden, golden. That is the truth. Um, Here's something else that you can add to the whole, you know, changing of your diet, adding supplements. Don't overdo. Remember things that we overdo that are good for us can cause, you know, some detriment as well, you know? That's why they say mm-hmm. don't drink a certain amount of water because you can be drunk off of it. Too much vitamin C mm-hmm. gives you scurvy. Too much Ricola, I don't know what it gives you, but 
just don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> don't do too much. Um, we got great vitamins, A through D, lemon balm, sage, thyme. Add these things uh, um, to, to your food, turmeric, um, you know, believe it or not, cayenne and paprika, black seed oils, omega um, oils, honey, especially manuka honey, one of the most expensive honey um, products that you can possibly purchase on the market, but you do not need a lot of manuka honey. A little bit goes a long way. And manuka honey has so many other healing properties uh, in it. So uh, check, check, check it out, um, manuka honey. With all of those cough drops, they need to be sugar-free. Um, people will just go buy the regular ones and yep. mm, people, I'm people, eat them like candy. Um, but I eat the sugar-free ones like candy. <laughs> um, but yeah, just make sure that it's sugar-free because the regular ones, they're, I mean, they, they make you feel good, but they're literally candy. There's so much sugar in them and that is basically helping and hurting yourself. So you're just kind of canceling everything that you think you're doing um, yep. when you don't buy the sugar-free ones. Ricola, Fisherman's Friend, Sucrets, Throat Coat Tea, Vicks Vapor Rub, Hot Toddy. Mm -hmm. Y'all can come up with your own hot toddies and make it really <laughs> good for you. Sweeten that thing with a, a little bit of honey and lemon juice in there and, you know, your whatever is your uh, libation delight in that and take it to the head. Yeah, I just told y'all to do that. <laughs> you know, the Bible backs it up. There's a verse in the Bible that says, <laughs> don't worry too much about what critics will say. Go ahead and drink a little wine, right? Because it's good for your <laughs> digestion. <laughs> so I'm a proponent yeah. of making sure we drink a little bit of wine. Um, <laughs> what else, um, Anise? Anise, uh, a steaming, steaming. If people yep, steaming. Do that. Mm -hmm. you know? And that, yeah, mm -hmm. that's another uh, way to, Make sure that you're keeping <laughs> your vocal cords nice and moist. <laughs> Hate that I was I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't find another word. Um, but yeah, that you're you're keeping them nice and lubricated. That's Dang. I guess a better <laughs> word. It's getting, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. More <laughs> more or less. Um, uh, and again, I, I we mentioned this in the beginning, but I think the bottom line, just kind of to tie all of this together, is moderation, balance. Yeah. Um, just making sure that everything and anything that you're doing is in good, with good moderation and you are balancing it all in a healthy way and the yeah. best way, um, for yourself. A lot of, a lot of these things that we've talked about today kind of focuses on keeping your voice hydrated. I think that's just like half the battle with, with, with all of this is making sure that you are hydrated at all times yeah um and again you know when it comes to avoiding things like smoking and mm -hmm. certain environments and certain foods it's it's all about moderation and it's all about balance and it's all about knowing yourself yeah <laughs> um we talked about that last week and knowing what works best for you it's very important that that you don't try to fit, fit a mold or um, listen to what we're saying about 
about what we do and what works for us. But for example, saying, oh, a niece is vegan, so I, I need to be vegan. That's right. not what anyone needs to do. It, right. You just have to figure out what works for you. And it takes research. It takes research and due diligence and some trial, some error. Um, but like I said, once you find it and you stick to it and you and you discipline yourself mm-hmm. that you you you'll every you'll be just fine just yeah. fine so yeah. i guess if i had to put it into like a process it would be find your moderation <laughs> balance it all out and make sure you're disciplined and yeah i like that i like the summary of that finding your moderation balancing it and disciplining yourself and um, I think for me, I would say the very first thing is commit, commit. But the commitment starts in mind. Whatever you're, whatever you're mm-hmm. doing, it starts in your mind first. And then figure out what works for you, whether that's the balance or the moderation of it. And then commit some more to it. Either way, we started at the top with, would you rather be a famous athlete or singer, both of them in order, the the word here is famous. And in order to achieve whatever that looks like to an individual, you cannot do it without a level of discipline and commitment to your goal and to your calling. I'm so glad that you all were able to join us tonight. And I'm hoping that you enjoyed our podcast this evening. As well, don't forget to follow us on all of the social media outlets where we are running our contest, which will end um, when uh, this podcast is on. It's the jingle. Can't wait to release the person's name who has won this jingle contest for us, the muses behind the music. I am your host, Michelle Fallon, and... And I am Anis Murillo. (laughs) Signing out.